Hey, hey, everyone, I'm Dan Whedon, and this is Unleashed, the podcast. This is the narration of my monthly column for the Kitsap Business Journal and Kitsap Sun. This month, the title is The Hills. We are sponsored by the Kitsap Sun and by Emerging Risk Solutions. Thank you very much for your sponsorships. Remember, you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts. But for right now, listen here for this month's episode called The Hills. Enjoy. I hate hills. I blurted out these words to my neighbor Caleb as I was slowly finishing the end of a run up the steep hill heading home. I enjoy my regular run-walk exercise. My daughter Kelly got me interested in this interval training a few years ago. Simply, it's alternating a minute of running with a minute of walking for the length of the run. I found that it's the perfect balance for me for both exercise and enjoyment. There is no course that doesn't end with elevation for me. You may have surmised that I live on a hill. The average elevation gain on my run is 235 feet. My run walks normally start with me looking forward to the run interval and by the end, especially with that long last arduous climb, I'm begging for the ding on my phone that means it's time to walk. Me, I hate hills. Caleb, they're good for you. Caleb is also a runner, so I have to chuckle as he says that. Then it dawned on me, not only is he correct when it comes to exercise, his comment is accurate for all of us in business and life. Hills are good for us in running or walking because they increase the effort intensity, raise the heart rate, and force us to grow and develop strength and stamina. We also get to endure hills in business. New competition, economic stress, loss of or delay for suppliers, cyber attack, cash flow disruption, employee drama, governmental actions, death or disability of key partner or employee, global pandemic. How are these good for us, you may ask? In every case of crisis, we are afforded the opportunity to raise our game, to innovate and grow, and to develop organizational strength and stamina. There's an old saying to never let a good crisis go to waste. Just like I try not to let a good hill go to waste, we must do the same in our business. Here is my simple three-step process when the next hill emerges in your course. Step one, identify the problem and determine what you can control. All too frequently, we can't control what happened to create the hill or how others respond and how those decisions impact our business. This identification and analysis process should be dealt with a neutral mindset. In other words, temper any negative emotion, including anger, bitterness, and blame. This allows you to make better decisions while keeping everyone else around you calm. The best way to do this is to have a plan in place before the calamity. Decisions made in real time are hard enough with a plan, nearly futile without one. 
Business continuity planning is more important than ever. This planning identifies concerns directly related to your business and then guides decisions in times where emotions are calm and thoughtful. This isn't a new theory, yet 86% of small businesses don't have a plan. Taking this one step will drastically improve your ability to survive and thrive running up that hill. Step two, get outside help. You can't be brilliant by yourself. Way too many CEOs and entrepreneurs consider themselves lone wolves when it comes to making decisions in crisis. They can isolate themselves and think they can figure it out on their own. Bad idea. Both in preparation and in the midst of climbing hills, get help from others with ideas and expertise different than yours. This includes internal and external advice on critical operational functions like human resources, technology and cybersecurity, risk management, finance, insurance, public relations, and supply chain management, to name a few. You don't want yes people. You need those key individuals who will speak truth even when it's hard to hear. That's how we all grow stronger in time of crisis. Step three, commit to conquering the hill. This is a two-step process. First, make a decision quickly. With a plan already in place and with key advisors helping you, absorb the information you have at the moment and take action. Do not allow the crisis to lead you into analysis paralysis. Time will always be of the essence and speed is imperative. Second, commit to the plan. Don't concern yourself with making a bad decision because if you've taken the previous two steps, it can't be bad. Sometimes we make wrong decisions and that's part of life. However, even wrong decisions made with commitment at least keep you moving up the hill rather than standing with your hands on your hips at the base of it. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we certainly also experience those steep hills to climb in our personal lives. In fact, those hills almost always transfer into our professional and work lives and careers. Health issues, family drama, broken relationships, financial stress, loneliness, anxiety, depression. The three steps articulated earlier are all still valid. We all can and should make plans for potential hardship. We can do that by creating recovery plans, writing or updating our will, buying insurance, building a rainy day fund, and taking care of our health with exercise, diet, and maintenance. The three steps articulated earlier are all still valid. We all can and should make plans for potential hardship. We can do that by creating recovery plans, writing or updating our will, buying insurance, building a rainy day fund, and taking care of our health with exercise, diet, and maintenance. We all should find key advisors, banker, accountant, financial advisor, insurance broker, health professionals, fitness coach, and even great friends. And finally, we can all commit to improving our situations when in crisis. We must have confidence, trust ourselves, build on our plans and relationships, and boldly climb those hills of life. I hate hills. 
but I run them because as Caleb so aptly opined, they are good for me. We all have more hills to race through, but if we are proactively prepared physically, mentally, and emotionally, we will all be able to better innovate, grow, and conquer them. And we and our businesses will be better for them. I'm Dan Whedon, and this has been Unleashed the Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Pandora Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be well, be safe. And above all, be unleashed.